0: Thanks for joining us for this week's Tribe Supper. John O'Taylor's again joined us in, uh, in Phil's absence. Um, the obvious talking point this week's Patrick Bamford after his Championship Player of the Year award last weekend. Uh, he's had a fantastic season, particularly the second half of the season. Were you surprised, Vic? I mean, he was in good company with Deaney and, yeah. and Murphy. Were you surprised to see him win it?
1: He was surprised. I mm-hmm. think he, I mean, he said that he thought Troy Deaney had got to <coughs> take the goal, having scored so many goals. Uh, I'm not surprised, because obviously there's a a spotlight on him with him being the Chelsea player, and we know that the national press, every time they come up, ask about him. So in that sense, he's always in people's minds. And in the second half of the season, which is when people tend to vote on rather than what he did in August, he's been fantastic, and his scoring ratio is close to one in two, which is very, very impressive. Uh, Plus, I think it helps... That so many of his good goals, you know, the superb, sweet touches and, and you know, uh, clinical finishing, have been on television. Mm-hmm. Uh, that not only raises your profile, but it ensures pretty much that all managers get to see it. And it's the managers that vote for these things. Uh, obviously, during most of the week, they're totally focused on their own team, and the only time they see opposition uh, team stuff is when their analyst breaks it down before the next match. But they all watch every single moment of football on telly. So if if Bamford is doing the business and it's done in slow-mo from four different angles and you see exactly how exquisite the touches are, you can see why he would be a a front-runner. And I I think it's well-deserved. And I think it's a first for a Borough player. I mean, I've been through the records and and, and no Borough player has ever won the Football League one. Uh, I don't think a Borough player has ever won the PFA one either. Although a few have popped up in the various uh, divisional teams over the years. So it's a feather in the cap of the club. Uh, it's a big slap on the back for him. And obviously, we all think he's going places and, and will be a big star. So it's a stepping stone to what he would probably think is far bigger prizes.
0: I think when you look, I mean, he's, he's scored 19 goals now in all competitions, which is staggering considering. It took him a while to force his way into the team, and then when he did, it was out on that unfamiliar right flank, didn't he? Which he, you know, there was never any complaints from him, even though he made no secret of the fact. Do you, I mean, his, his improvement this year has been staggering enough, hasn't it, John? Oh, never mind. It's yeah. over the course the last couple of years.
2: Well, that's it. I think that may, I mean, it, although it shouldn't perhaps have come into the thinking, but this is a guy with Banford who always makes the headlines, but he's been doing it for a long time now. He did it obviously MK Don's scoring rate was phenomenal the back end of um, last season with Derby you know again playing out wide but scoring goals and I don't know if that came into thinking as well but I mean I mean you mentioned that he couldn't he was playing out, out of position quite early on at Borough I mean Kike came in and scored five in his first ten and you know during that time obviously Bamford had, he couldn't get break in but since then I mean you look at it he's, he's made the position his own really and even when playing on the right hand side he's regularly been you know, the best performer. Um, and also, I mean, Vic made an interesting point that he's hit form just at the right time, you know, for this kind of competition. I mean, also, a lot of the goals have been pretty high profile. You know, he obviously scored at the Etihad, didn't he? Albeit that may not, that's supposedly not supposed to come into consideration, but it does. It, it just vibes the hype up. He scored at Anfield as well, which helps him. Um, you look at, you know, I think the Sky game against Ipswich, you know, his two goals there, I mean, got everyone raving. So I think, you know, if you're a Watford fan or an Ipswich fan you may be a little bit upset that, you know, Murphy or Dini's not won it, but if you look at how important Bamford's been to Borough this year, you know, he might not have scored as many goals but he certainly laid on a few as well for Borough. His importance is certainly up there with, with the other two. He's obviously
0: the talking point and not just, you know, everyone's kind of all over him now and, and I've heard him on the radio this week, I've seen him in the in the nationals and it's what now for him, isn't it? He must look and and think. You know, Karanka's brought him on a hell of a lot this season. It, you know, in the in the um, in the time of just one season. You know, it, it is an option, isn't it, to come here and, and like I say, extend the loan or possibly make it a permanent one.
1: Absolutely, I mean, we 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 understand that Chelsea's preferred uh, part his development plan next year. Their preferred option is that he has a year's loan in the Premier League, and. We know that there's a relationship between Mourinho and Carranca. So should Borough be in the Premier League, I would imagine they would be favourites to sign him. I mean, there'd be no reason to take him out of a system where it appears to be working, where uh, the, the rest of the shape is geared towards giving him the ball, where he's made progress month on month while he's been here, and where the mentality is very similar to the one at Stamford Bridge. So it, makes, it ticks all the boxes, basically it could be that there's a situation where Borough don't go up but they still might be considered the best option if the teams in the Premier League that want to take him perhaps don't play in the same style or wouldn't guarantee him as much regular football I mean, we know that some of the, the loans from Chelsea have gone to Plum, I mean, Christian Atsu went to Everton and barely got a kick for instance uh, they will want to see him playing in an environment where they think he's going to be good enough and develop fast enough to be considered for Chelsea in the future. So that is that is one option, should Borough not go up. And there's also the option, I presume, if they go up, to buy him. Uh, what price he would be, I don't know. He's a young English footballer that scores one in two, has stepped up from League One to the Championship You know, with incredible confidence and he's and scored there. To step up into the Premier League and score goals, I mean, that brings a massive premium. But there would be the TV money check and how much we would value him and whether you could structure a deal in a particular way that we could afford it. Uh, I think that is an option. My understanding is that he loves it here, he, he thinks it's a great setup, he loves the boss, he's enjoying his football, he knows it's good for his career, it's better for his career that he's playing practically every game here than it would be making a cameo one week in three at Chelsea. He's, He's got his head screwed on, he's a very intelligent lad, he's very ambitious, he's thinking three, four, five years down the line rather than just what's good for him now. So hopefully
2: we can come to a situation where next year he would be a Borough player. I think it's interesting. Um, certainly, if you look at Bamford at Borough, I think Chelsea will probably look at this as well. He has changed as a player. I think at yeah, Middlesbrough, I agree. certainly throughout the the campaign. If you look at Bamford um, when he originally, you know, his first few games in Middlesbrough, what he does now for the team is completely different to what he did then. Um, I mean, I think I remember speaking to him after the Arsenal game. I think he, he played out wide on the on the right, and he it's a position that is new to him. Uh, you know, he played at a Derby, but he, he's having to learn the kind of the defensive side of the game. Bottom If you're going to make it at Chelsea, I mean, look at Chelsea's front three. They all, you know, they all have to put a defensive shift in. Um, and I think over time since then, he, since he's, he's kind of understood Carranca, um, his kind of methodology and what he expects in a player, I think Bamford has come to understand that he's actually a much better player. Middleborough made him a much better player as a result of, you know, having to put in the shift in the, the defensive side of it and. Um, I think that can only put put in good stead, really, because it's it's been a good education for him. I think
0: he's physically stronger as well. I don't know whether I think we compare him now from the start of the season, and you know he comes up against some big, bustling centre halves, doesn't he? But it's very rare you see him get pushed off the ball or or bullied over. Here. I know the fact he's such a good footballer, he's kind of one step ahead than half of them. But I certainly think he's, he's strengthened well, he, up this season. He is so. at
1: the age where he's perhaps physically stopped growing, growing in terms of height but put up you know the age where training and, and uh, working in the gym could put a bit put a beef on. Mm. And you just need to look at Adam Reach. I mean, Adam Reach went away for a year last year and he's come back and he's, he's really filled out physically yeah. and he's a powerful uh, upper body strength and, you know, he's a powerful bloke now. And I think we might see that with Bamford. And you have to remember that at Borough that they have a whole series of tailored training routines and they will have identified any weaknesses. And if they thought, well, you're not strong enough, son they will have been training him and working him to to rectify
2: that and perhaps that was the reason last year why Bamford was shifted out wide at Derby I mean they always like, you know McLaren's side always like a big bustling center forward Look you know, like Chris Martin um, but Bamford, I mean you asked uh, Vic mentioned earlier about what kind of price would, would be on his kind of head, I mean Bamford has everything if you look at the goals he scored this year, he's pretty much scored every kind of goal, left foot, right foot, head doesn't really matter, he doesn't get bullied from centre backs um, and I mean it's, it's staggering really to think, I mean a one in two it's right, a championship, English you know, showing bags of potential, how much would be on his head um, all you need to do is look at the, you know, the likes of Lukaku that have you know, not made it, Chelsea and he, he went for 28 million Now, I mean that's the kind of the basically the, the field that Bamford's going into and also look at when he goes back to Chelsea in the summer he's going to quickly realise that they've got the likes of Costa there who's not much older than him, only a few years older than. Him, they're the people he's going to be competing with, so I think there's a good chance. Uh, as Vic said, if if you know, Bamford takes a little step back, you know, speaks to the people at, at Chelsea in the summer and realizes, hang on, I've come on a hell of a lot. You know, over the last kind of year at Middlesbrough, his relationship with all the, the lads appears good. I mean, it's a, a perfect match, really.
0: Well, while Bamford was named the Championship's Player of the Year. It'd be. Um... You know, would be in good company if you picked out Borough's Player of the Year, wouldn't you? You could probably make a case for half a dozen. Who who are the other standout players? Do you think this year? I know there's the obvious ones, Ledbetter, like Ayala, and likes, but who who do you think? You know, who would you make a case well, for?
1: Well, personally, I mean, and, and I know he was getting a lot of stick earlier on. and I, he, Like Bamford, I think he's transformed his game and his mentality. I, I would put a shout out for Albert Adoma. Uh, he, he got a lot of stick because obviously last year he was the top scorer with 12 goals. And a lot of people just look at the bottom line and say, well, you know, you've only got five this year, therefore you're only 45% of the player you were. Uh, last year, the way they were playing was completely different. There was, you know, the balls were up to, to Danny Graham and would hold it off and roll it out to uh, either flank for the Doma or, or Carriol. And, and I think last year, the attacking threat from Borough was almost exclusively down the flanks. And because of that, Albert played in a particular way. Uh, this season I think he's been transformed as a player and vastly improved as a player because he's been, had to take on the responsibility of sometimes acting effectively as a wing back, he's had to learn a new discipline, he's had to learn position he's had to think about what the rest of the unit are doing he's had to track back you know, sometimes 50, 60, 70 yards chasing people to put a tackle in and he's done that and when he arrived we would never, ever have thought of him as that kind of hard-working, industrious, uh, defensive player. He, he was a cavalier, maverick that had yeah. match-changing moments of magic, which is great, and you know every team needs that. But this season, our team plays in a different way, and uh, the, the offensive element is different. You know, We've got Bamford up front, there's key, key there's Tomlin this pulling the strings, and the people who are playing wide are playing a completely different role, an alien role. And I think Albert Adoma has not only grown into that role, he's matured in that role, and I think he's learned something about himself. And I think he's a more confident player now, a more disciplined player. And at the end of the day, despite the lack of goals, I think he's a more effective player for the team. I think you look back
0: now and you realise just how, how much Borough have benefited from Adoma not going to the African Cup of Nations in January, because it could have been a completely different... Kettle of fish, then couldn't it? John, I know you did a, uh, a column earlier this week on kind of Wiltshot and how we can look at Adoma and, and you know take stock from that. And, but I think Carriol's the same, isn't he? Carriol can look and think because Carriol was the same type of player exactly. or is the same type of player exactly. as, as Adoma was. Um, do you think Wiltshot and, and Carriol are in the same boat there?
2: I mean, absolutely, I mean, Vic's absolutely right. Adoma's pretty much transformed his game, everything about it. He's a, he's almost a different player now, albeit he, he's not the top scorer anymore, but he, he's. I agree with it, it's much more effective now. And if you look at the likes of Wilshere and Ledesma and you know, they were both playing for the under twenty ones on Monday, I mean a lot of Borough fans are thinking, hang on, why you know Ledesma's got two and two for the under twenty why why is he not getting a sniff? Why is Wilshot not getting a sniff? Well, the reason they're not getting a sniff is because they don't do the other side of the game that Karanka demands in his in from his wingers and that's what Adoma has taken on board. Well, no doubt if Adoma didn't take it on board he wouldn't be playing now. Um, you know, Wilshere and Ledesma, both of them have moments of genius, but equally, neither of them have proven defensively that they can do that side. And you know, until they do that, I mean, dome is the the shining example, isn't it? If if they don't you know, match Adoma's work rate, is you know, as well as end product as well going forward, then they're always going to be left out of the team.
0: And I think I know I know we constantly hear the uh, the comparisons between Carranza and Mourinho, but you look at one matter. It was the same there, wasn't it, with Chelsea? And although he was this marvellous player who was capable of turning any game, he kind of didn't buy into that. You know, the, the the fact that he needs to have that defensive head on again, he was out the
2: door, wasn't he? Yeah, it's exactly the same. Cranker and Marino, you do see some similarities, but it's it's not like the individuals, and the individuals may have moments of genius that you know, leaves fans purring and wanting to see more. But if if they don't fit the system, if they're not doing what is demanded. You know, then they're not going to get a sniff, and that is, you know, it's going to be a big summer, especially for Wilshere. I think obviously the Desmond is out of contract, so you know, you'd imagine that he he would leave, but Wilshere has got a big summer because he doesn't look fully match fit. I think I worked out today. I mean, I think he's played two hundred and forty minutes of first team football this season, uh, which is what two and a half games worth. Um, but in the summer I mean he has the chance to get match fit in whatever training camp abroad they go to or whatever. But also he has a chance where, you know, Karanka has time to sit down with him and say, Look, this is this is what is needed in the you know, in my in my like, winger's position. Um they don't have time to do that now, they're in the middle of the promotion battle and I'd be surprised if Karanka threw someone like Wilshot in who defensively hasn't proved it. But in the summer it's a big pre-season for him, big chance, he's got the ability, he scored an absolute terrific goal against Arsenal for the twenty ones. Um, but it, you know, he said before we will see the best of Wilshurst next year, um, so maybe we will.
0: And the talk of uh, most improved players or improved players in the season—I mean,
1: you look across the back line: Dimmy, Friend, Ayala, yeah, Gibson—they're all—they're all, they're all worth a shout, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, if you could give the award jointly, then I think you'd have to give it to uh, Ayala and Ben together as a unit. Uh, I mean, Borough still haven't lost a game where those two have started. You know, two games at the end of the season. Stagger, that's know. not a bad record, no. and, I, and I think we're talking about twenty-four games now. That's not a bad record in any division. That, that's quite phenomenal, and they do seem to work together instinctively. I mean, there have been other pairings that have been quite good. You know, we, we, we've had a generally a good defence all season, but those two seem to complement each other very well. And the good thing is, you know, they're both borough players. You know, they're not loan players. They're both committed to long-term contracts and they're both only young lads, I mean, Ayala's still only 23, yeah. uh, Ben's 22 now, you know, that's, for, for centre-backs, that's incredibly young, and you're looking at uh, potentially three, four, five years together them as Borough's partnership, and they can only get better, and the way they've played together this season, I, I think, has been phenomenal.
2: If you, if you look at Gibson, I think it was the very first day of the season wasn't it? he started against Birmingham and then went off injured after what, inside ten minutes, was yeah, it? Inside exactly <laughs> two minutes, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, exactly. It could have, could have been a very different story for Gibson. But if you look at all the games that he's played, you know, with or without Iali and you know, with the different defensive partnerships, how many errors can spring to mind that Gibson's done? I remember away at, away at Birmingham, obviously, I think it was his back pass that eventually got Demi sent off. But it's remarkable for a centre-back so young that playing in the Championship... I can't think of many In terms errors. of the
1: improvement curve, he's probably been the most dramatic, because the previous season he was—I mean, you know, fair, fair play he, he still had some exceptional performances, but he was a, a mistake, a match bloke who gave away penalties, who gave away—he got sent off twice—and uh, uh, he'd be the first to admit that he wasn't he wasn't at his best last season. But he learned a lot from it, and he's the sort of bloke that wants to improve with every match, and that's a perfect fit for Karanka because if you're willing to work and improve, Karanka will will give you that option and it's a, it's a good environment to be learning from he's, you know, he's got Woody alongside him, he's got uh, Ayala who is uh, perhaps two steps ahead of him in the learning, development curve, but he's equally hungry and I, I, think, I think Gibbo this season has come on leaps and bounds from being Raw and naive at times and prone to an error, to this season becoming incredibly consistent and athletic and someone who's learning the game rapidly.
0: He's beyond his years, both on and off the field, isn't he? You see him and oh, hear him talk after the game, and he's, he's just amidst so many leadership qualities, doesn't he? And Southgate has been quick to, to praise him as, as much as Karanka as has. And just briefly back to Ayala, I'd seen your tweet the match report from the Norwich game. Um, and I think there was a line in there about how he'd left Norwich a boy and, yeah. and returned a man um, they were exceptional weren't they at the heart of the defence there oh, fantastic.
1: although to be fair I mean, Norwich played the game the way that any championship centre back would like it to be played and the ball was being put into the mixer And you know that, they prefer that than having people running at you with pace but but yes they were, they were brilliant I mean not just heading and blocking and that but the way they were throwing their bodies into to stop everything coming into the box and Inspiring other people to do the same. There's a real bravery there, real determination there, and I mean that—that that to me is, you know, one of the turning points of the season because you know that was a huge match, incredible amount of pressure. Uh, the atmosphere there was very, very hostile, really, really hostile,
2: and they revelled in it. It's interesting it's taken some you know, some of the other national media outlets, it's taken them forty four games to realise how well Gibbon Yala have been playing this season. I mean we've we've watched every game in the it's no surprise to us, their performance at Norwich. I mean, if you look at the Norwich defensive record this year, it's it's remarkable. So although it, it's come as a surprise, and you know Skye could to to grab Gibbo after the game, it it's something he's been doing all season. And and one thing about Gibbo as well is I think he sees the the opportunity a lot this year. I mean, obviously Ken came back from um, from from summer late, um, so Gibson got the chance, albeit then got injured, but then came back again, and he's he really has benefited when other people have perhaps. Lacked a little bit of consistency. He's been the one, and he's kept the shirt ever since. And you know, I, I think I agree.
1: Ben Gibson's the sort of player that, that young people coming through the, the current system should look at yeah. and think that's the way to do it. Uh, he dipped into the conference to to get a loan move uh, when a lot of players would, would be sat, in the, you know, in the the steam room at Rockcliffe, one you know, thinking oh, what a fantastic surroundings I am. i will never leave him yeah. um, here, and he went to. First to, to York in the conference, then he went to Plymouth when they were on the verge of uh, liquidation, you know, cash crisis. Four people sharing a car, four people sharing hotel rooms for away games. You know, not knowing if you're going to get paid, and that's a, you know that must be a really formative experience for a young player who's come from such a pampered background at Middlesbrough to realise how the other half live and think. You know, I want to make a career, but I don't want to be down here. You know, if you want to be playing at a top team, you've got to make sure you're doing it week in, week out, and you're improving week in, week out. And I think his career progression shows that.
2: It's those experiences that they giving the maturity beyond his years that you're mentioning. Um, and yeah, I mean, as you, you touched on as well, I mean, people coming through the academy now, he's he's the one that you can look up to. He's been there, he's done it. He's gone out on loan, done his time away, you know, seen the other the other half live as you mentioned. Um, and he's come back and now he's potentially, everyone's talking about a future Borough captain, if not you know, even more than that. It's no coincidence he, you know, some of the the Nationals linked in with a, a big, big money move. I mean, that, that comes with, with playing well. Um, he's, the, he's the shining example for everyone at the club at the minute, isn't
0: he? I think that i would looked, and um, uh, we've conceded 12 home goals in 22 games. If you take out the fact that three of those were at home at Sheffield Wednesday... 9-21, and 21. so it isn't just them two you know, Dimi deserves huge credit doesn't he I think Frender left back has been exceptional yeah. this year, and Fredericks when he's been called upon it's yeah. it has been a collective unit hasn't it, as Karanka points out after every game
2: and it, Yeah, and also in it, even in front of that as well, you look at the two shielding you know, Ledbitter obviously um, and, and Adam Clayton as well has made a massive difference I mm-hmm. think, I mean he, he is one of the unsung heroes, he, he is the, the team's metronome, I think people you know, he gets the ball, he gives it and if him and Ledbetter work, I thought they worked tirelessly at, um, at Norwich, and a lot of that hard work kind of goes a bit unnoticed, really. But it, you know, if, if the midfield doesn't put a shift in as well, and the defence are under pressure, and, and I've no doubt that it's a complete team effort. And obviously, if, you know, collective. What, what, you w- what you
1: wonder about Borough is, I mean, obviously the defence has been fantastic. Just imagine how good it would have been if they could have resolved the right back situation mm. this season. I mean, right-back has been cursed. We've had injuries. Yeah, have everyone to about suspension. to go Yeah, Yeah, and we've got, I think nine players have played at right-back. Imagine if we had the stability at right-back that we've had at left-back. Mm. Or, or a James husband at, le- at right-back
0: to yeah. call upon. You know, someone who's been desperate but just hasn't been able to push in. While we're picking our way through the team, and, uh, and, and then I promise we'll wrap up, um, Adam Forshaw, I think, has came into his own in recent weeks. Th- two good games in Ledbetter's absence, came on and did a good job at Norwich. Is he kind of he was he must have been knocking on the door for that Norwich game? I know that was coming back, but I thought he was excellent in the two yeah. war games before. He, he has
1: he played really well. He, he's I think he's a slightly different player. He seems to be a little bit more progressive when he's got the ball and he's looking to get it forward uh, rather than being the the destroyer and more conservative type. But you know, great engines, you know, very brave. Uh, took responsibility. And you know, you wouldn't think he's a bloke that's only played three or four games in that team.
2: You know, he looked like a perfect fit there. Yeah. Um, ex- exactly when Middlesbrough actually you know, bought him, and it was for decent money as well. They got him, got him out of Wigan. People were saying, "Well, hang on, how can how can I play a walk from a, a relegation-threatened team into a promotion-chasing team?" Well, you know, I think he, he's proved a lot of doubt was wrong. Really, I mean, if he was on the team sheet for Saturday at Fulham at the expense of you know whoever, would would Borough fans now be be worried about that? I don't think so. I think he's, he's proved everyone wrong. Um, and how great is it that we can talk about Borough with genuine competition coming through? He can, you know, he offers a very different role to Ledbetter and Clayton. But you know, Karank, if Carranza chose it on Saturday, I don't think anyone would have a problem with that.
0: Fantastic! Thanks, John. Thanks again, Vic.
2: Cheers. Cheers.